Hello, Corky Crime Sisters here. Hello. So our show contains graphic content, so please, listeners, be advised. protector thingy. I know, I'm not putting it back on. It's fine. You're like, fuck this shit. Fuck this shit, I'm out. Fuck this shit, I'm out. Oh, are we recording? Yeah, oh. we are. Hi guys, uh, Corky Crime Sisters here. <laughs> I can edit it out, but I like it. <laughs> oh, clearly we don't know what we're doing. Actually, Never. this is the second episode we're doing today, so we are already a little bit lit. <laughs> a little litty. Litty. Um, this is the podcast where two sisters actually like to hang out with each other, <laughs> um, talk some true crime, and have an adult beverage or two. Or three or four. While doing it. Yes. So... That sexy beast over there is Taylor. <laughs> and the lady handed out the compliments is Nene. Nikki. <laughs> Nikki. We warned you in the last episode. I knew this was going to happen. You have been warned. I lost my drink. You did? <laughs> is it not? What happened? It's gone. It gone. That's okay. Can you Hand me one? another one so I can pop this shit anyway for the show. What do you want? Uh, pick pick one. Pina colada? Oh, I don't like pina colada. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Good shit. Um, Picky ass bitch. Um, can I try the one you had last time? <laughs> which one? The rosé or the strawberry lemonade? The strawberry. <laughs> I said I don't care, and then I literally made her pick every can but the one I wanted. Literally. Like, no, I don't care. Oh, my God. That's not even the right goddamn one. Okay, anyway. So, you guys, this week we are actually doing um, our topic this week is... What did you call it? Viva Las Vegas. Viva Las Vegas. Okay. Um, and the reason for that is, is we are actually going to Vegas. Ooh, ooh. Taylor's motherland is calling her home. Yes. It's my homeland. I feel <laughs> at peace there, really. You do. I do. And you get crazy and I love it. Um, so we are going because uh, I'm going to do a shameless plug here as usual. Um, for our store, Three Blessed Gems in Estes Park, Colorado, we own a boutique. It's what we both do as like mm. our real jobs. Um, we are going to get some more amazing merch. Yes. Like the best, cutest, whatever. So <laughs> if you have not checked out our website yet, because most of you will probably never, ever make it to Estes Park, you need to check out Three Blessed Gems. Three is spelled out, so it's T-H-R-E-E-B-L-E-S-S-E-D-G-E-M-S. Dot com. Dot com. Um, find some freaking cute stuff and at the end in the discount code uh, type in Corky C-O-R-K-Y mm-hmm. and you'll get 15% off yeah. and we love to share all of it with you because we love it right Absolutely. I mean yes. it's so freaking cute we literally take everything literally I was wearing <laughs> something from our store earlier and then I realized there's a Bronco game on tonight so I had to change but you know it is what it is but otherwise yeah good stuff no, 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 no. <laughs> um so yeah on that note we are going to Vegas um I'm going to throw in a corkscrew because that's what I do yes um I don't have any crazy stories yet because we are going on Sunday but I am going to tell you a great story of the last <laughs> not the last time but two times ago when we were there yes um Taylor flew out and met my mom and I 
I oh, and no. our dad and uh, oh, no. <laughs> proceeded to get annihilated. <laughs> yeah, not even sure word. what happened. <laughs> I think she showed up that morning to the hotel room when she got in with an adult beverage and she was like a total shit and she was like, here, it has coffee in it because I was already hungover <laughs> from the night before and I took a huge sip of it and it's alcohol and I wanted to like vomit right then and there. This is a true story. This is a true story. <laughs> so anyway, throughout the day and that night, Taylor gets annihilated. So much so that she ends up spending probably half the night on the bathroom floor yep. in the hotel this room. Is true. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we wake up the next morning to Taylor having thrown up on the side of the bed. Yeah, on the yep, carpet. And it's in smelled amazing. Luxor. Let me tell you what. Um, and she spent the entire day when we were supposed to be working, sh- shopping for merchandise, she spent the entire day, like, three feet from a bathroom because she was hurling every, like, ten seconds. Yeah. It was not cute. I rallied for, like, one of the best meals I've ever had that night with dad and mom, though. Like. You did. You did rally. <laughs> so, um, but while Taylor was walking around with us and finding the nearest restroom. At all at times. At all they times. they were far away. Like, I was, like seriously surfing through hordes of humans just to go puke which have you ever done that like it's not fun it's not fun and there was always a line so it's like shit what do i do (laughs) so at this point taylor decides to find a trash can that the whole entire top is open on and she's like yep this is gonna suffice me being the nice sister that i am i'm holding her (laughs) hair back you know letting her throw up all of a sudden this chick who either must be from vegas or really doesn't give a fuck walks by and literally tosses a piece of trash right in front of taylor's gangster style like gangster style like i give no fucks tosses the piece of trash right in front of her face into the trash can and Awful. it took everything I had to, like, still hold her hair while laughing. <laughs> I felt so bad. <laughs> it was awful. It was awful. <laughs> so, it lesson learned, so people bad. give zero fucks about your misery. <laughs> no, like, they just didn't care. Like, and multiple people would walk by and pretend like they didn't see me. I think that was the funny part to me, too, is it's like, you don't do, like, I'm here. Like, yeah. I exist. You're like, uh, I'm clearly having issues help no she gave zero fucks send sos i am dying you were dying that day oh my god so anyway stay tuned because next week when we record we will just be newly back from vegas so i'm sure we'll have some good (gasps) stories good stories and then we have something very exciting happening while we're there for our family but we can't tell you yet i doubt our father really listens to us because he does not want to know what degenerates we are but (laughs) he already knows yeah he already knows what that that's true I just had my drink. <laughs> Was your drink in your lap? <laughs> You're stupid, stupid. <laughs> That's how great it's going today. My drink was in my lap. It was actually covered oh, by my no. laptop. <laughs> it's okay. I need a new one for the... It's okay. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay. Anyway... So, <laughs> oh god, oh god, it's falling apart real fast, you guys. I'm I don't so know sorry. It's indicative of us at all. Oh, I muted myself at all times. Okay, <laughs> so um, this week, since we are doing Viva Las Vegas, um, I'm going first. Yeah. Ooh. It's a good thing. <laughs> My wheels are falling off at a rapid pace. Fast. I promise to deliver you to your husband not drunk. 
I'll be fine. Okay. These have like zero alcohol in them. Do they? How many do they have? Uh, 4.5%. Yeah, that's nothing. Yeah, we'll be good. Okay. Okay. Oh, I'm ready. Um, oh, it removes gluten. <laughs> okay. So I do go first, but I totally forgot like what we're drinking, like a degenerate. Okay, oh, yeah. Taylor, go for it. <laughs> we are drinking a spiked sparkling seltzer from Smirnoff today. Um, she's got like strawberry berry. I got raspberry rosé. Which is what I had and I thought I lost, but found. <laughs> it's really nice. It's like really refreshing. Like I feel good drinking this because I was like, oh, yeah. I don't really want Prosecco. Ugh, I don't really want beer. But this has no sugar in it, yeah. so hopefully the hangover is not as intense. That's the hope because, ooh. <sighs> so anyway, Never. on that note. Illinois. Are you ready? Yeah. Woo. Yum. Oh. <laughs> oh, you can hear the sparkle. Okay. Uh, Yamas. <laughs> you can sparkle. Oh. <laughs> you missed that. But she was like, ooh, you can hear like the carbonation. And I literally held my drink up and hit my headphone that I have on. <laughs> so as you can tell, this episode is off to a great start, y'all. Maybe we need to start drinking before the episode. <laughs> Maybe that's it. <laughs> we were too oh sober my- in the last one, so it was Oh my it was god, different. I apologize. Okay. So, this week, my episode is on Mr. Steve Wynn. Everybody know, ever heard of the man? It's like the weird stepbrother of, like, Steve Irwin. <laughs> Mr. I Steve mean, Wynn. his name is only on the side of a fucking casino in Vegas. But, Which, you know. you know, is supposed to be so high class, but the Wynn's not my fave. Um, I like the inside of it. It's nice. But um, it's so far down the strip. It is very far down Sucks. the strip. Anyway, so this episode is about his daughter getting kidnapped. Ooh, I know. Excited. Poor fucking thing. I, I've been looking forward to this episode for like a hot <laughs> minute now. So July 26, 1993 was a typical day for Kevin Q. Quinn. That was her name. Oh, They named that? her Kevin. Ken? And they spelled it K-E-V-Y-N. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yours fell off, too. Yeah, a moment ago. Her pop filter fell off as well. Um, They, in a previous life, in a past engagement, I have a dog named Teague, and they, like, the person I was engaged to, his family refused to call him Teague. They just call him Kevin constantly. I don't know why to this day. (laughs) They just called him Kevin. And he started to respond to it for a while. Oh, my God. I know. Poor Teague. I didn't know his name was Kevin to them. Okay. Um, anyway, so it started out as a normal day for her. She went to work at the Mirage Resort and Casino, um, went to the gym, and then met her family for dinner. Around 10 p.m., she arrived at, the, at her home, and everything seemed fine. But once um, inside her home, Kevin was accosted by two men in masks. Now, keeping in mind, her actual home was in a very uh, prestigious gated community. Right. So they shouldn't have been allowed in anyway, but <laughs> they probably scaled some fences. Oh, or paid someone off. Who knows? Who knows? Shady shit goes down. Um, armed Wait, when a, was this? Uh, in uh, July of 1993. Okay, thank you. Yep. Sorry. Um, so uh, once inside, she was accosted by these men, and they were armed with a gun. They taped her eyes shut and forced her to remove everything but her underwear. Oh. That's fucking awful. Oh, um, they girl. then proceeded to photograph her. Um, with one of the men placing sunglasses over her eyes. So. (laughs) I wasn't thinking eyeballs. I was like, oh, yeah, like, (laughs) I don't know. Over the tatas, nipple tape. (laughs) Can't get those sunburnt, man. You got to protect the tatas. Protect the tatas. Here for it. 
Um, okay, so um, one man actually who was being photographed with her uh, told her, you are my insurance. Ooh. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure at that point she knew like really what was fucking going that on. That can't be good. Um, Kevin then put her clothes back on and they tied her up and placed her in a car. At about 11 that, uh, they put, placed her in her car, I apologize, her car. Um, at 11 that night, phone calls came from a local 7-Eleven were made to Steve Wynn, informing him that they had his daughter and that they would need to, that he would need to do um, the things he would need to do for her safe return. Okay. The men knew Mr. Wynn was the chairman of the Mirage Resort and was considered the top paid um, chief executive within the U.S. Is he so, really? This was before the actual Wynn Casino. And if you look up his, like, Wikipedia page, like, yeah. he he has ties to pretty much every single casino in Vegas at one point or another. This episode has been, like, so crazy to me of just, like, everything that's connected, every yeah. person that was, like, in criminal activity, how everyone interacted, like, it's It's like insane. there's, like, very few key people in Vegas, and they're all interconnected. Yeah. It's kind of crazy, actually. We actually talked about doing another episode of just, like, the key players of Vegas, because it's just fucking astounding to me. And like, Yeah, and, I like, their so crazy lives, like, how they've managed to keep it together, but you know what? Stay tuned for that one. <laughs> we'll, we'll come. We'll do it. Um, so this meant that he had access to multiple high-profile casinos. So the Mirage and the Golden Nugget were among those in Vegas. Like, those were his top two at the time in Vegas. Um, that when still they, exists, too. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Yes. So when the kidnappers called him, they demanded $2.5 million. Of course. Um, this is the part that, like, pisses me off. If I were his daughter, I would be so mad. Did he not pay for Kevin? <laughs> He did pay for Kevin, but he fucking bartered with them. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not kidding you. So this is what he says. He says, when informed them, he did not have access to that amount and offered $1.45 million, which just so happened to be in the casino vault that night. So this bitch wasn't even willing to put up his own fucking money to save his daughter. Wow. He undercut them a million dollars and was like, I'm just using casino money. Wow. Now, granted, casino money is obviously insured and his isn't. But at that point, if you're trying to get your daughter back, like, does it matter if you personally lose a million dollars? I mean, I would hope not. But then again, our dad would give, like, both his kidneys. And then he'd be dead. Oh, my God. He'd be like, take take me instead. Like, Yeah. Our, yeah. Anyway, I just thought that was really fucked up. That is really... (laughs) No, you know, I'm not feeling that. I don't know if she's worth a 2.4 million. He's like, I'm sorry, I don't have access to that. How about 1.45? It's in the casino vault. (laughs) Actually, this one um, has a little bit of a radiator leak. I think I need some money. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this one's not worth it. It's not working quite right. Not worth it. She's kind of whiny. She takes my money anyway. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Make her pay you the other million. (laughs) (laughs) It's fucking rude. Fucking rude. Anyway, so the kidnappers agreed and proceeded to give him instructions. So they're totally fine with his bargaining. (laughs) Obviously, nobody cares about poor Kevin. (laughs) God, that name. I'm not over it. I swear. Mm-hmm. Um, so Wynn went to the Mirage and was handed a white plastic bag filled with just shy of one and a half million dollars worth of $100 bills. Wynn later said that the bag was heavy and he was holding it like a baby with his arms around it. No. He knew that if anything happened to that money, he may not see his daughter again. So in that moment, 
He cared. He cradled that money. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure he did that alone, naked all the time in his casino room. Probably. Yeah. He's like, just close me in the vault. <laughs> I'll sleep here tonight. I think it's comfy. <laughs> it's better than my uh, memory foam mattress, really. Oh, my God. Anyway, he's like, he was probably cradling that shit because he's like, I'm so sorry. I have to give you up. <laughs> Please don't hate me. Wow. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've done that to some whiskey before, but like, <laughs> right? Not for you. Like, I'd give him the, all the whiskey. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. So, Wynn then dropped off the cash where he was instructed, which was a parking lot of a saloon one block away. There's still saloons there. Uh, apparently in 1993. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, he was given Kevin's location, which was at the McCarran Airport. He raced to her and had two of his friends with him, but when but he went up to the car alone, um, and of course was like fearing for the worst at right. this point. Um, he's like, God damn it, she's dead and they got my money. <laughs> um, fortunately, after calling her name, she answered back, Dad, is that really you? So thank God they didn't kill her. Oh, good Kevin. Right? Kevin survives. Um, it only took three hours total from the time that Kevin was taken to the time um, that he was, like, she was found and he gave him the money, basically. Okay. Um, Mr. Wynn, however, didn't report the kidnap until after he paid her ransom. Um, there having been a number of reasons as to why he did this, uh, which included he, he was afraid they would release the photos of her. Um, which is why they took him in to begin with. They were using those as like a bargaining mm, chip. That makes right? sense. Yep. Um, he also felt that using his phone would mean that possibly the kidnappers could still hear him on his phone. Like maybe they tapped in somehow. Okay. And if he called them, they would kill her. Um, it also could have been his lack of faith in the local police. Apparently he had a situation earlier where there was a lawsuit with him and one of the head police people... In Vegas, yeah, oh. some, again, back to all that shady Not surprised. shit. Yep, so who really knows? Um, so that brings us to the kidnappers. The kidnappers were identified as Ray Cuddy, and he was the mastermind, and he was known for his expensive taste in sports cars, hello, <laughs> um, as Not well surprised. as his daily use of alcohol, cocaine, and various hallucinogenics. Mm, sounds fun. I mean, cocaine's a hell of a drug. <laughs> <laughs> um, the second guy, Spyro yes. Kimball, which is spelled with a K, um, who was the driver <laughs> and... Uh, who was a driver, a search of his home later uncovered 500000 of the ransom money. Okay. So that's pretty much how they knew this bitch was involved. Oh my god, Spyro is like the name of the dragon game I played. Like oh my god, these is. kids will know about Spyro and I just... <laughs> I'm thinking of like a Greek name. It's all good. That's not even Greek. Is it not? I don't... Spyro? Spy Sounds kind of Greek. What do you think? I don't... I don't think it's... I... I no? I don't think so. Okay, well... Um, anyway... It was said that Ray actually owed Spyro money, and when he asked for it, it was only a couple of weeks before the kidnapping. So my best guess is this bitch was like, hey, you owe me money. And he was like, okay, how about you help me kidnap this bitch and I can pay you? Mm. I mean, it seems like a fair trade to me. I mean, I'd take him up on it. <laughs> like, I owe you money right now, and that would work. <laughs> I'm like, hey, you want to pay me off? <laughs> I need you to help me kidnap somebody. Can we take a time out? Yeah. 
As a Greek name, Spyro <laughs> may also be spelled Spyro. It is shortened from a, the Spiridon. I fucking knew it, and the reason I know it is because my church that I go to is St. Spiridon. What didn't connect Spyro and Spiridon? I don't know. Those Greeks connect everything. That's They have a hand kimono. in everything, too. Kimono. Ah, kimono, kimono, kimono. Okay. <laughs> Unpause from our timeout. Um, anyway, so it was... Uh, oops, sorry. Ray had decided a purchase to purchase a $200,000 Ferrari um, just days after the crime, which he used the ransom money. You stupid idiot. Oh, shit. All the money that goes through is going to be marked or something, right? Yeah. Have it a has serial, serial number or something. Like yeah, that's it's just like the dumb. diamonds we talked about in the last episode. Yeah. Um, it was during the last payment that the FBI arrested him. So I don't know if he like... What happened? I was listening to the sparkles. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but like not up to your headphone this time? <laughs> I actually threw the microphone this time. Yeah. Yeah, it was beautiful. Um... This is when they found out that another man named Jacob Sherwin. Beautiful. Sherwin uh, was involved as he and Ray were the two that actually took the pictures with her and forced her into the car. Um, It was a taxi driver that confirmed Ray and Jacob, uh, Jacob's identity as the two making the phone calls at the 7-Eleven. So this taxi cab driver saw them and was like, Y'all bitches are up to no you fucking good. You are so sketchy. You're up to no fucking good. Um, and then, let's see here. Uh, investigators were able to trace the calls made to Steve Wynn to that same 7-Eleven. So okay. it was kind of all confirmed. Right. Um, further surveillance showed Ray's car exiting the parking lot, um, where Kevin Wynn was found less than a half an hour before her discovery. So... Even further damning, the um, installments for his Ferrari had included large sums of $100 bills, the same type of currency provided in the ransom. Um, and his car, and the car that he drove to the dealership had an unloaded gun in it. Oh. Okay, so let me just, let me just give you a little advice, Ray. As somebody who's clearly a professional uh, mastermind and criminal, <laughs> um, I would say don't go and buy something fucking expensive with the same fucking money. Yeah. At least go, like, launder that shit somewhere. I mean, you've already committed a crime. Right. Right? Like, yeah, don't... I mean, if you want to buy shit, that's fine. But you can't be, like, f- super crazy, like, right at the beginning. Yeah, like, you gotta take some time to let that shit settle. Or, again, use different money. Find ways of laundering it. Like you're Or, like, don't leave your unloaded gun in your car. Yeah, I mean, that seems a little sketch, too, right? Reminds me of, like, when mom used to work at the airport and the person in front of her left, like, a loaded gun in her suitcase. She's like, I forgot. <laughs> it's like, no, you didn't. No, bitch, you did not forget that shit. You, there's no way you forget that. <laughs> um, anyway, so Ray's arrest actually took place at the beginning of August. However, um, Spyro was not with him. Um, he was picked up, or excuse me, there was another gentleman who was involved who was picked up at a later date. Um, actually, somehow in the end, uh, Spyro ended up, like, almost not even being an accomplice or anything. Like, I don't think he really even received any kind of... Jail like, time? Com- yeah, like, I don't think he he became, like, not on their radar at all. Raider? <laughs> Raider nation! Radar. <laughs> um, anyway... 
So, uh, where am I at here? Uh, so basically, I mean, they all ended up getting convicted. They all went to jail. Um, it looks like for about six and a half years. Um, and then they went to a halfway house. Um, they, none of them obviously can come in contact uh, with Kevin Wynn or her family. Makes sense. So they can't approach him or anything. Um, they can't be any closer than 500 feet. Typical. Um, these like you have so many restraining orders against you. You're like, yeah, I know how this goes. I'm like, yeah, bitch. That 500 feet, it's really not that much. Are you tangled? Um, it just, yep, we're good. We're figuring um, it out. Really not that much. Anyway, um, they actually came up with this, though, because they were getting concerned. Because Ray was, like, riding up and down the strip on his Harley Davidson. And so the reason this is an issue is because he was passing by the famous hotel. Or casino. What is he supposed to do? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, okay, first of all, like, I get it. Like, sketchy, sure, because... But, like, if you're you're in Vegas and you drive down the strip, you're going to pass the fucking casinos. There's <laughs> nothing you can do about that. There's absolutely nothing, nothing you can do about it. Um, I mean, I guess you could take the outskirts, but even then, like... No, I mean... It doesn't matter. You're still weird. passing it at one point or another. I don't like that. Um... A lot of people weren't even sure if he was going to even return to Vegas after this. And, of course, his lawyer was like, well, it's kind of out of his control. You know, inmates right. are released wherever they're captured. Um, right. So that's that. And they, they usually really, don't release them with, like, a lot of money or anything. So it's kind of like no, your stuff where you're No, at. no, no, no. And, you know, um, I mean, Ray says now that he has... No malice towards the Wynn family or anything like that. I know. You're the one that should have malice. I'm like, really? Uh, my eyes are rolling into the back of my skull. I know. Speak. He's like, don't worry. I'm not mad at you for oh getting me arrested. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. So, Jesus. but yeah, I mean, that's kind. that was kind of my case this yeah. week. And it's kind of ridiculous. But if again, if you have some time or you want to wait for a later episode but steve Wynn himself has been involved in a bunch of fucking shit um i'm not surprised the reason i actually chose this case is because i have this like silly little side story uh this girl that i used to work with uh-huh. um she actually used to work for a high-end retailer in the Wynn casino oh. and she said one time he came in and he was just like a nasty like mean asshole mm-hmm. and he was like being mean to everybody inside the store and as he was leaving he totally missed like this smaller bench that everybody used to sit on and he like tripped and fell over it and <laughs> ate shit and then like got up all pissed off and like grumbling and leaving <laughs> I was just like oh. yeah karma doesn't give a fuck that you're a rich asshole <laughs> karma is like instant and glorious and I love it yeah right like <laughs> that girl will get you no matter what that was <laughs> good job thank you that was, a, that was an interesting one I just yeah I, I think I, I love the idea of Vegas. It's just like such a different world. It's a completely different world. I mean, no rules apply. Yeah. Anything goes. It's kind of like going to Europe. <laughs> yeah. Europe's kind of the same way. Europe's kind of the same way. You can walk around with alcohol. No rules apply. No OSHA there. No OSHA. <laughs> yeah. Well, Remember we were... by the end of it, the, my, the family was like, Nosha is no-sha. what they were calling it. Literally in Greece, like... My dad, or our dad, is a master electrician. So he's like walking around Greece and he's like, that's not OSHA approved. That's not OSHA approved. That is <laughs> right. not safe. Yeah. Like, the only difference is, is in Vegas, things are 
sanction like two sanctionary wait no um they are how they spoke are supposed to be there's a word for that they they are how they be they are how they be <laughs> um literally though like it's it's a different world yeah i think that that's so interesting to me yeah. and like cradling the money too well like, again i like that to me shows that like he seriously gave more of a fuck about the money than he even did his own daughter ooh. not saying that he didn't do what he could but seriously you're like bargaining them down yeah you're fucking kidding me just because that's what i mean i, I get it smart business move that's the money that's insured but seriously for your daughter's safe return does it matter no no anyway side note the cranberry lime is like probably my favorite oh really i was gonna say the same about the berry lemonade well there you go yeah good job we flip-flopped yeah (laughs) well so let's hear your case it's kind of funny that we both chose, like, high-profile families. Mm-hmm. Like, I... So, I'm going to talk about the Binion family. And Binion's is kind of iconic to me. I don't know why. It's, like, one of those hotels, like... Because it's been around those. forever, hasn't it? Been around forever. And it's, like, in the middle of Fremont Street, which is... Fremont Street. You know, it's Fremont. just, like... Fremont. Let me tell you some crazy shit happens down there. Yeah. And it's it's just Vegas. It's very... Ve- Old school Vegas. It's just so Vegas. It's like what started actual Vegas. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. So it all begins with Mr. Benny Binion. Oh, Benny. 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 His name is like Lawrence Ben Binion, but everyone's called him Benny Binion. So for this, we're going to call him the Big B. The Big B. Um, He has a notorious gambling empire and as well as being a mob boss. Get it. As all of the old school casino people were. Exactly. So let's back (laughs) up. Have you actually seen the show Casino? That shit? Oh no. What is that? You haven't seen Casino? No. Are you fucking kidding me? Is it like a documentary? Like a reality TV or? It's the movie Casino. No. Oh my God. I don't watch movies. I don't know who she is anymore, y'all. I'm sorry. We're going to watch it just so you know. Cool. I'm down. Okay. So we're going to back up a little and bit. And Goodfellows, by the way. But go oh, ahead. Okay. We're going to watch that too. Great. Have you Great. not watched that one either? No. Oh my God. I'm Whose not... child are you? Our mother has like ingrained these movies into me. I'm just not a movie person. Like I don't like sitting down that long <laughs> and watching a movie. <laughs> okay. It's ADD much. <laughs> Keep <For> going. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so he was born in texas in 1909 didn't realize he was that old but there you go 1909 1909 holy shit and the dude was like sickly af (laughs) like really he was really sick um and due to this it kept him out of school so benny binion never got an education never went back to school or any of that um he grew up on the ranch see Um, and they tell you you have to get a degree to be anything bullshit it's bullshit. It is. I bullshit, mean, I, bullshit. As someone bullshit. with two degrees, it is bullshit, but. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> like. Sorry, Bean. No, you're fine. Um, he never got the education that he was lacking in his childhood. He grew up on a ranch and his parents traded horses, which I guess is like a really big dollar business. I would know. Horses in general, I think, are. They're a lot of money. Yeah. Like, I even think about just our grandparents who have three and they're just sitting there and they're, they take a lot of money. They take a lot of money to, like, take care of because mm-hmm. it's a fucking horse, so it eats right. a lot. Um, but it also, if you actually are in the industry that is of, like, selling or buying or racing even, I mean, some of those horses are millions of dollars. Right. Yeah. And so, basically, on this ranch is where he learned to gamble. 
Um, other horse traders would come to the farm all the time, and they would just gamble to pass the time. I know, I hit my headphone with my own hand, because I talk too much with my hands. <laughs> um, uh, so basically, due to this, he would actually learn from some of the best gamblers of the time, they say. Uh, Binya moved to El Paso when he was 18 years old and started a moonshine operation. Ooh. Which I think is funny because uh, my boyfriend just came back from South Carolina with a bunch of moonshine. <laughs> yeah, and he was trying to give it to me the other day. He's like, here, you want to try some? And I was like, no, I fucking don't. His moonshine, I don't like because it's just like moonshine. But he bought his sister, who I need to text her, it's her 21st birthday today. Oh, happy birthday, Nay. Ha- happy birthday, Naomi. If you, I don't know if you listen to this, but happy birthday. She um, should be. Yeah, right? <laughs> Sorry, I got all offended. You did. <laughs> Naomi loves us, and she would totally She would listen this. if we asked her to. I don't know if she did. Yeah. But uh, he bought her, like, a blackberry moonshine, and it's got a bite, but it's good. See, I feel like the other stuff tastes, like, just, like, straight fucking gasoline. Not that I know oh, what yeah. actual gasoline tastes like, but I, I equate the two. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. So this moonshine operation served as a gateway into more illegal activities, such as theft, carrying concealed weapons, and two murder convictions. Oh. Um, one of those convictions is the killing of an African-American rum runner that he killed him cowboy style in 1931. What the fuck does that mean? You know, I meant to look that up. And apparently, What does cowboy style mean? Let's like, look up. Does it mean that they both were, like, in the street ready to duel with their guns about to blaze? Or... Yeah. So it's like drawing from your holster. holster. Like shoot drawn. Okay. Drawn. Whoever wins. Drawn. Yeah. Listen here. Listen here. I'm challenging you to a duel. (laughs) (laughs) To a duel. (laughs) To a duel. Kicking the dust up. (laughs) Kick the dust up. Every episode we sing some kind of lyrics to something. <laughs> we can't help it. So he received only a two year suspended sentence for this. Jesus. Um, because he was paying the correct people. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I guess it pays to know the right people, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, he quickly became the largest dice gambling operation in the state. <laughs> and- I'm sorry. I don't think of dice as like a huge operation. However, I do love craps, which is a different thing I know, but... Yeah, no, this is, like, not even, like, we're not even talking, like, conventional games we have today. This is just gambling on dice. That's correct. I don't, we need to look this up because I don't even know what it means to actually just gamble with dice. Like, I don't know how you win. Like, is it the same idea as craps, maybe, but without all the fancy stuff? Yeah, you, like, gamble on the odds of rolling these numbers. Got it. Okay. Um, Because at this time, gambling was really only, like, legal in a few states, one of those being Nevada, but he's in Dallas right now. I like how you know this, like you've done some back alley (laughs) dice yourself. (laughs) I I work with teenage delinquents. They play Bones. Oh, okay. Which is a dice gambling game. We have to stop them all the time because it's like, no, you can't gamble here. Like, even if you use the Monopoly money, no. (laughs) Which they try to do, which is kind of a corkscrew to last week. It is. Oh my god, that's hilarious. They're just doing it backwards. They're they're so not thugs, even though they think they are, that they oh are gambling with Monopoly god. money, oh. unlike the guys in our last episode that were playing Monopoly with real, real fucking money. money. That's yeah. hilarious. My boys are, they crack me up. <laughs> um, but he also had protection from a powerful politician in the area, which really protected him always from helps. the law. Yep, always helps. Um, sorry, I had to burp, but I didn't want to do it into the microphone. She's finally being classy, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. 
Um, Bingyu went as far as sicking his men on rival dice operators. <laughs> and due to his connections, he actually never saw the inside of a jail cell, ever. It's his dice territory, man. Yeah. Back up. And he basically became the mob boss of Dallas. Um, he moved to Fort Worth, and the local mob boss in that town turned up murdered shortly afterward. No surprise. Um, but he was eventually run out of the town by the Chicago mob, who was bigger and badder, apparently. And he ended up... Shits? You don't in, mess... You, I would not mess around with Chicago or New York no. mobs back in the day. No. They're Nina. sketchy. Nina. No. But he ended up in Las Vegas because of this, so it was kind of like, meh. Meh. <laughs> um, he became, he became involved in true grant gambling and acquired a gambling license, um, even though he still had his rivals back in Dallas. But even with his rap sheet, like, they let him have it mm-hmm. because it's a different state, I guess, right? He doesn't really have a rap sheet. Oh, right, because nothing was ever recorded because he knew all the right people. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. This bitch. Now you're hearing it. <laughs> Aha! I'm paying attention, finally. Um, so he operates like this for a while, actually. Um, and then his license becomes suspended because of tax evasion. Oh, yep, of course. Yep. I mean, we got a slap on that tax evasion on top of everything else. Why not? Yes. Um, by this time, he had a multitude of hotels. The most, like, iconic one being the Horseshoe, Binion's Horseshoe, which is Binion's today that we know it. Um, I think you can get, like, still a hell of a steak dinner at that place. Yeah, that's, that was (laughs) one of the things he was known for, is he would do, like, a $2 steak dinner. Oh, yeah. And they would, um... Basically, he would slaughter his own cows on the ranch. Jesus. To serve his patrons. Yep. And that's what I was going to get into is like... Sorry, I jumped the gun. No, no, no. You're great. That's that's awesome. Um, his casinos historically had very high limits, which made high rollers flock there. And that's why he was one of the best is because he had super high limits. And then other casinos had to keep like upping it. Like in this day, his high or his lowest table was 500. Shit. And that was back then. Fuck. Yeah. That yeah. reminds me of our friend that goes oh to Vegas with us God. from time to time. And that he bet. What did he bet when you were with him? Like, was it like 900 or something or $1,500 a hand? And we were like, yeah. you've got to be fucking getting it. Was me. Like, it was like a $15 limit table because we were playing blackjack. And he, like, literally was like, hey, can I call her up? And he had like $500 chips. And they were like, no, we don't go any higher than that. Here. <laughs> yeah, we're like this bitch. He's like, we, I need a higher color. They're like, sir, sorry, sir, not at this table. No, and I literally watched him, like, lose $2,000 in one hand and then gain, like, 4000 in the next. Like, it was the most insane thing where I'm, like, winning, like, 20 bucks. I'm like, ah, like, it's like, right, but, like, our 20 bucks is, like, $100 to him, so, or if not more, so it doesn't matter, but. Yeah, it was insane. <laughs> anyway. It was insane. Um, basically, Benny was really pivotal in making the casinos what we know today. Uh, he was known to be extremely generous to his patrons. Um, he had a flair for the nicer and always put the players first. So he was the first one that actually put carpet in casinos. Oh. And put, like, the chandeliers and the expensive fixtures before. It was just, like, Please a sawdust floor. tell me he was the first to bring in the Wizard of Oz slot machine. <laughs> <laughs> That's my jam. I think there were slots Thank back then. Thank you, Benny. <laughs> <laughs> Um, by the time he went to jail for tax evasion, he had to sell his interest to a partner. Mm. Um, he was able to acquire the shares back, but could never hold a gambling license again because of it. Yeah, that makes sense. Jack Binion, his son, was the only one who had the license. Uh-huh. Of course. So we're going to talk about his family a little bit. So Benny Binion married Teddy Jane. Um, they had five children, Jack, Ted, Barbara, Brenda, and Becky. Fuck. 
It's like the most basic <laughs> white names out there. Sorry, but they are. And I'm not that, like, personally just not that much of a feminist. But, like, what the fuck here? You have Barbara, Brenda, and Becky because they don't get to be individuals. And then you have Jack and Ted. Yeah, like. That doesn't make any sense. There was no imagination back then. No. No. So the, begin- the kids begin to get involved with when the legal troubles got involved and ran the casino. So once he got in trouble, everyone kind of pitched in, did their yep. part. Um, his wife actually managed the casinos for a long time. Um, well, of course. It made so much fucking money. Yeah. <clears throat> and during this, the casino fell into debt and was eventually sold to Haraz Entertainment. Oh, okay. It was actually it under... Haraz or Haraz? I do this wrong every time, don't We're I? We're not sure. I'm not sure. I think it's hurrah. Hurrah. I do that wrong every time. I don't know. It's fine. (laughs) One of those two. It's fine. (laughs) Um, It fell into debt during his daughter Becky's reign. She actually got into like a legal thing with Ted and won and then won the rights to the casino. (laughs) And then ran it into the ground. Perfect. So. um, Basically, Ted Binion, uh, his son, was under nearly constant watch from the Nevada Gambling Commission. Um, and this is for his involvement in drugs and associating with known mob figures. And due to this, he lost his gambling license. But Ted's body was found in his home on September 1998. Ooh. Empty pill bottles were found near the body. And an autopsy letter revealed that he died of Xanax, heroin, and Valium. Fuck. Yeah. That's a hell of a mixture right there, ladies he, and gentlemen. He was getting litskies. Um, yeah. It was first thought that he had committed suicide. And his long-living girlfriend, Sandy Murphy, stated that he had been suicidal just because of everything going on in his family. Like, that's a lot. Yeah. Um, However, detectives believe the scene was staged as his body did not show any typical signs of a drug overdose. Oh, so what the fuck? And one of those was that heroin was in his stomach. You don't take heroin orally. Well, I'm not an expert, so I'll take your your word for it. (laughs) Um, it was then that his girlfriend and the man she had been cheating with were arrested for his murder. Are you fucking kidding me? Yep. This bitch whacked him? Yep. So it was believed that they had strangled him, which was kind of, it, it, it's a form of strangulation, but they did it through an overdose. So it was kind of a weird, like, thing. Hmm. Um, they also had removed the fortune from his vault in the home. Uh, they were found guilty, but later in the same year, they were granted new trials due to an error in jury instructions. Oh my god. And they were both found guilty of robbery, but not the murder what so they probably like didn't even get anything nope literally nothing so and that's my, actually my case um Holy i'll show you shanikes so that's ted in one of his mug shots he looks kind of strung out personally um yeah he does <laughs> he like, kind of looks like will ferrell like a will ferrell hair. meets like bilbo baggins <laughs> yes bilbo baggins <laughs> um oh here's mr God. benny i think he looks like the cutest old man i don't know him Oh, God. And then, as we know it, Binion's all lit up and pretty because I needed that in my life after <laughs> this case. Do you know, like, who, I mean, because obviously Benny's not around anymore, right? Right. He had died from heart failure. So, like, who's in control of the casino now, do you know? Haraz. Oh, Haraz. 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 Harris Entertainment now, I, I believe, still oh, owns it. Still owns, and it's not the horseshoe anymore. It's just Binion's. Um, let me see. Oh my god, that is crazy. I know. I can't believe that they would like actually kill him, just because what? Like she had a lover and was like, yeah, yeah. we're out. 
So is actually owned by TLC Casino Enterprises. What the hell? TLC? And they ran it Don't from 1951. Go <laughs> I was thinking scrubs. Please stick to the rivers and casinos you used to. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> okay, anyway. Um, they ran oh. it from 1951 until 2004. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So, the more you know. <laughs> well, good job. Thank you. That was good. Mm. I'm very interested now, more so than ever, in the actual Binions family yes. and the Wynn family. Uh, there's got to be, like, Vegas... There's got to be books on this. I want to know. Yeah. Like, we, it's, again, stay tuned because we're going to do some more shit. This out. Um, so, I think we are at the uh, Corky Clippings Yes! Place. I yes! can't wait. Woohoo! Um, okay, so I'm starting with probably my favorite. <laughs> okay. Okay. Ready. Um, so, woman was arrested after she shit on her boss's desk because she won the lottery. Oh my god. I would totally do that if I was still in the corporate world. Yes. <laughs> were these, so let me ask, were these corky clippings from Vegas? Or did you just get whatever? I found, I just found some. Beautiful. That's even better. Yeah. So, <laughs> but she actually, did, you know, everybody always says like, oh, if I won the lotto, I'd be like, peace, I'm fucking out. But she actually like, Peaced really out. was like, fuck you, I'm out. <laughs> fuck this shit, I'm out. Fuck this shit, I'm out. I don't really know what just happened but i don't really care shout out to mason Woohoo! oh the baby baby. i was like aka the baby the baby i was like are you what i'm confused (laughs) all right so woman puts octopus on her face and has to go to the hospital after it bit her twice (laughs) are you Dude, octopuses have like a beak, almost like a, a a bird. Oh no! They they bite. Oh no! Yeah. None and why would you put it on your of all places? Yeah, don't put it on your face. If you're gonna hold an octopus, don't put it on your face. Yeah, absolutely. Wrong kind of puss to put on your face. <laughs> Just saying. Um. Okay, so this one's uh close to our heart. Um, Longhorn runs into a building in Colorado during a cattle drive. (laughs) I actually watched the video on this. Oh, no. (laughs) He's, like, getting it with those horns. And then two guys on their horses literally ride up and, like, rope this thing. Really? Yes. And I was like, oh, my God. How much more Western can we be when we're really not actually that Western? No. (laughs) It's just, like, this weird misconception. Yeah, exactly. Um, so the last one is recycling center worker recovers man's lost $23,000 cash. So I'm just going to ask, okay, I don't know how much money y'all got, but if I had $23,000, it's not going in the recycling bin. I'm not carrying it around in cash. That's my <laughs> yeah, next that's thought right, about that. Right? More importantly, it's not being carried in cash, and I'm not no. recycling that shit. No. <laughs> no. No. Anyway, so yes, those are our corky clippings this week. <laughs> I love those. They're I so do too. Funny. Like, they they really are. It just the, the the audacity of people really just astounds me. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> well, sweet. Well, that was a good Viva Las Vegas. Viva Las Vegas. And I'm so, getting excited. Yeah, we leave in, what, three days? Three days. Three days. Not even, like, two, really. 
Two and a half? Yeah, because this day is, like, pretty much over. Yeah. Shit. Friday, Saturday, and then we leave at, like, noon Sunday. Shit. Shit. I have not packed. Uh, no. I'll pack on Saturday. We'll figure that out. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Um, so, like we say at the end of every episode at this point, mm-hmm. please, if you like listening to us, yes. go to Apple Podcast oh. and uh, give us a rating and a review. <laughs> Sorry, She's fucking rude. <laughs> um... And yeah, because it definitely helps us out. Um, or if you just keep downloading us, that helps us out at this point now, too. Yes. Um, but we enjoy it, and we hope you guys are, too. Yes. And we have two cases for Patreon going to go up. So that'll be also an option if you want to support us on Patreons. We're footing the bill for everything right now, and we're trying to make it the best we can. Getting better every week. <laughs> Clearly, we're still a shit show. Always. We're and so sorry. I don't think that's going to change you guys. Like, I just want you to know from the bottom of my heart, like, it's part of our DNA. It really is. Like, it's we can great. do as much preparing as possible, but this is what you're getting. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, but on that note. Yes. Yamas. Yamas. See you guys next week. Woo.